Welcome to episode 126 of the Ben Briggs podcast. It is uh, uh, Tuesday, people. Tuesday, uh, the 18th of July, he says. Yeah, 18th of July, uh, 2000. 2020 and uh we are back again people um after uh a nice uh nice long weekend uh i hope you enjoyed yourselves i hope you made the best of your time off whatever you're doing whether you're going out to the restaurants now or staying in because you're too scared and don't trust the government man um yeah, I hope you've had a good time. Uh, it is, uh, uh, yes, it's Tuesday. So um, it's podcast day, people. I know, we're back on track every episode at the minute. We're doing well. My procrastination has um, abated for the time being, and uh, we are cracking on with this. I know, I know, people. It's bound to happen sooner or later. I was bound to pull my finger out my fucking ass. Ass. And uh, get things done. So, um, yeah. Uh, talking about not trusting the government. Holy fucking shit, people. Uh, as if we couldn't have seen this coming. Um, uh, there is mass scandal and an investigation going on, uh, which I imagine will turn out with nothing because they'll mask it. This is my conspiracy theory, people. Listen to this. Yeah. Get your tinfoil hats at the ready, people. Um yeah, I um uh yeah, the, the government over here apparently in the UK, uh England, Scotland, I, uh, Northern Ireland, Wales, I always fuck that up. I always fuck it up. I know. Why can't Ireland just join us? They don't want to, Ben. They don't want to. Years of struggle, Ben. Yeah. They can't just do it on your whim. I know that. I know. That. Um yeah, uh the government over here um uh are uh, have been accused of like manipulating the figures like the health uh, the health people over here I don't know what they're fucking called the health office something like that I don't know the Ministry of Health the Ministry of Magical Health and Magical Fixing People I don't know what they are um anyway uh they've been uh uh there's uh, an investigation uh gonna start because uh, like the figures for COVID nineteen apparently have been inflated um to to keep that fucking thumb on our heads people that's what it's all about people to keep us passive and um non-resistant uh to sweeping changes that i imagine they're going to run through uh our society <laughs> i mean what can they fucking take away from us really you know you know take the bingo back is that what they're going to do um They've taken everything else, haven't they? You know, like they're getting us to fucking wear masks now in shops and shit. That's coming in. We've got to do that. Cover our faces. You know, um, just to stop people getting this fucking weird lurgy thing that's out there still somewhere. Hasn't broken into Briggs Towers yet. We've sealed off all the windows. The West Wing and the East Wing are sealed off. We're now just in the drawing room living here. If that was only the case, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, the health minister or whatever, is it Matt Hancock? I don't know. I don't know whether he's the house, health minister or not. He could be, you know, him anyway. Matt Hancock is urging a review. Basically, what it is, is um, 
they've been accused of inflating figures because uh, uh, if you had COVID-19 in like February or March and then basically got hit by a bus, uh, it goes down as a contributing factor that you had that or something. I don't know. I don't know. It all it all seems a bit sort of like conspiracy theory mental, but there's going to be an investigation into all of this, which will turn out into nothing, I imagine. No investigations ever really turn out into anything when it comes to the government, does it? You know, like they always say, you know, nobody gets put in prison. Tony Blair's still walking around with that fucking cheesy fucking smile, selling fucking books and fucking being CEO of companies or an advisor as they do, which basically means, hey, you know a lot of people. You can introduce us to those people and we can make money out of you. Yeah, I can do that, but it's going to cost you, baby. Um, That's what they do. Uh, Yeah, so apparently that is um, uh, what's been going on. Uh, So uh, whether the figures are inflated or not, I don't know. All of us are sort of like, you know, you're bamboozled most of the time, aren't we, by facts, figures, and fucking statistics that generally mean nothing. You can prove anything through statistics, can't you? You know what I mean? You can just, you know, you can prove absolutely anything. Uh, you can find any statistics online that will back up any sort of argument, and then you just get lost in the wash of... That's what they're hoping to do now, isn't it? You know... Information is the power. That's it, isn't it? You can either turn one thing one way or one thing another, can't you? Just by putting out facts and you just bombard people with this fucking shit, either from one side or the other or both sides, as people do. Like that, just so people get that fucking confused by shit, as I do very often. (laughs) Hey! I'm staunchly against this thing. Oh, there's some uh, there's some figures about uh, another thing over there. Let's move on to that right now. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's what we all do, isn't it? I'm I'm staunchly against this and end up arguing. Uh, I never get involved in those fucking internet arguments. By the way, I, I you know I watch them from afar. I'm a internet argument voyeur. If anything, I uh, you know. I look at uh, I look at shit like that, and then I invest. I have a look, probably look at the person's profile on Facebook and see if they've posted, you know, any other stuff. I figure out whether they're mental for myself by sort of like distantly stalking them through Facebook and having a look at their profile. That's what I do. <laughs> and then if they if they post more than say. If they're one of these people who every day posts a motivational meme, I just think to myself, mental. <laughs> that's that's how I judge people's mental health. Not how they're, you know, whether they're depressed or not. I, I judge people now, whether they are mental or not, by how many motivational fucking memes they post on their Facebook page. Ah, five, five in a week. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay, you got the cuckoos in baby um yeah so uh talking about going mental as well uh and uh uh the lockdown thing hey we're meshing it together here today on the ben briggs podcast um talking to that there was a there was an article i read about uh the eight go mad in arizona where they actually did a sort of like 
lockdown thing. Um, I forget when it was. It was 70s, was it? 80s, something like that. Who knows? I didn't read the article that much. I just went, wait, here's something I can talk about. Um, the, uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, what, they, what they did, they put loads of people in a fucking bubble in uh, very much like, you know, that we are all living in today. This was a precursor of, uh, of what we are going through today. Uh, as if they were sort of like going in space or something like that. They did it as a psychological thing. I imagine they all ended up with PTSD because they all went a bit fucking mental in there. Um, it's, uh, it was a sort of like psychological study to see how um, people would cope um, for things like, uh, you know, like being left in space or like people being quarantined and shit like that. And um, so they put these people in a bubble, like eight people in the desert of Arizona where they had everything where they could grow. It's pretty much like, you know, Matt Damon in the fucking uh, uh, The Martian film. And uh, they did all that and they all went mental. Uh, <laughs> of course they fucking are. You know, I, I suppose to a certain degree that it was different from the Matt Damon thing because there was no jeopardy in the fact that they knew they weren't going to die, but they were locked away for a certain amount of time and fucking basically struggled to survive. Let's have a bit... Talking about surviving, let's have a bit more of this fucking shit green tea that we're still on, people. Uh, I don't know how many episodes this is going to last. <laughs> but it's made, made a return comeback. On this week's episode. Um, yeah, so they put these people in. They went, they, you know, a more, they basically went people, oddly enough, when people are locked away from society and trying to survive, little things, they get a little bit fucking tetchy with each other. Who'd have fucking thought that, eh? Who'd have fucking thought that human, hey, people weren't just like, hey, man, you can just get away with doing your little fucking peccadillos that you do and your little uh, shit that you do. Hey, I haven't got a problem with that. We're all like, you know. That's why uh, all these all these uh, fucking people who go off and be a messiah and take a little following camp with them end up buying AK-47s. <laughs> That's it. They all go fucking mental in the end, don't they? So these people went mental. The uh, For a more realistic film, to make the basically, if The Martian was a more realistic film, it would have just been Matt Damon sawing his own foot off to eat it whilst writing "Good Morning" in his own shit on the wall behind him. Every message he sent on that fucking thing, camera thing that went round like that, where they had to spell it out, um, would have just been in his own shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a more realistic film according to what happened uh in this uh in this thing uh in this study uh i forget what let's have a look i've got it up here actually uh eight go mad in arizona where was it from the guardian or something they didn't actually they yeah they didn't have to they didn't know how to do anything uh let's have a look uh yeah it was in a bios biosphere uh the media said Fucking hell. Yeah, it cost $150 million. And uh, $150 million to send eight people mental. Uh, and they look, they, you know, they're all got that weird sort of like in the pictures, that weird fucking mental, you know, smile. 
they thought that like people would go out there and uh, be able to survive and it would show the human spirit and sort of like after a couple of months it was like walking through like the hospital and one flew out of the cuckoo's nest <laughs> everybody getting a bit tetchy uh, uh jesus man all those fucking studies and shit like that uh, you know it's gonna it's gonna scar you for life in it uh all of those things, everybody goes fucking mental, don't they? That's just like human spirit, isn't it? Maybe that's why. Maybe this could be why we've got so many mental health issues today because uh, everybody's like uh, got all these, uh, you know, all these problems and, uh, you know, things we've got to be and things we've got to do and, you know, like, hey, 101 things to do in your lifetime. And all that sort of shit pressure, all this clickbait shit, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, and all that pressure builds up, and then boom, people just go mental. There we go, people. That's my comment on society for this week. <laughs> How to simplify mental health issues. Hey, maybe it's because of, you know, all the pressures of modern day living. I can't imagine that many people... Um, you know, when they were many Native Americans, when they were roaming the plains before they were put into reservations, uh, had many mental health issues. I don't know. You know, nobody did studies back then, did they? You know, maybe we're not meant to live like we live today. Maybe we're meant to still roam and forage and, you know, not wear fucking worry about what fucking clothes brands we're wearing or anything shit like that. Who knows, man? Hey! This is where I start posting memes up, people. <laughs> this is where I start doing memes and posting them out there. Come on. Five five memes in a week, Ben. You're losing the fucking grip. Um, what are we on? 14 minutes. Let's have a little bit more of this fucking horrible tea. I've also seen um, uh, this week... Um, uh, celebrities I, I don't know what it is all of a sudden right this is something that's uh uh happened um with regards to um a new phenomenon that seems to have uh um happened like and become more popular uh since we've gone into uh uh gone into lockdown uh celebrities seem to be uh uh, sending out messages now at a price. I'd, celebrity messages. Here we go. Look. Um, cameo. Get personalized messages from your favorite fucking weirdos who you sort of like remember from the past. Um, there was fucking Chad Michaels. Jesus. Uh, Pat Hughes. Who the fuck are they? Big time Tom. You can get basically what it is, right? You get... Uh, celebrities are touting themselves on these celebrity message sites, right? Uh, so they can give you a little personal message. So you can get a little personal message. One of the fucking people on there was Stephen Burkoff. You'd have thought he's got, you know, it was about 50 quid to get a me personalized message from Stephen Burkoff. What would you fucking, you know, somebody's like really, you know, I want you to read out this message for me, Stephen Burkoff. Why the fuck am I doing this when I've been in films? 
<laughs> I'd pay fucking 50 quid for a Stephen Burkhoff to say that. Why the fuck am I doing this when I was in films? Is this what it's come to? Oh, my God. I'm going to kill myself. Take care, Stephen Burkhoff. <laughs> but this is a fucking massive thing. It must be because they've got no way of earning any money at the moment and didn't invest in social media and get followers. Mick Foley on here, wrestler. Uh, who else have we got? Fucking. Oh, Jesus. This is the American side. Andy Baldwin. Uh, fucking reality TV star. £62.25. Uh, it's all fucking like Real Housewives and Big Brother and shit like that. Actors. Let's have a look. Let's see. Sean Astin. Really? Holy fucking shit. I'd get it. I would pay that shit for Sean Astin. <laughs> Actor from Lord of the Rings and fucking... I'd get him to read out his lines from the Goonies. £244.85. Now that is a GoFundMe thing. Just get Sean Astin to fucking say, trapped, like he did in the Goonies. Read Or get him just to say, when I'm willing. Uh, whilst uh, taking a fucking hit off an inhaler. <laughs> Let's have a look. Larry Hankin, Gilbert Gottfried, 124 quid. Jesus. I mean, Tom Arnold. Who's the cheapest? That's what I want to know. Uh, I want to know who the cheapest. There was a fucking site I went on. I should have done. I should have. Celebrity Messages UK. That could be. Uh better uh is that it is that it celebrity video messages it was a fucking it was like every diabolical fucking person you could think of let's have a look 50s choose your celebrity i don't know any of these people carol ashby who the fuck is that daniel peacock oh he was in a quadrophenia jesus christ this is going back. <laughs> 25 quid he is. Let's have a little bit of that. Lana Wood. I know none of these people. Just having random... Toya Wilcox for 30 quid. Thank God. Somebody who I know. Uh, 30 quid to get a personalised message from Toya Wilcox. Just get, into our, get her to ask, is it 1970? No. Well, I'll go back into my box then because my career's over. Thanks a lot, Leslie Ash. 30 quid to get a message from Leslie Ash. You could ask her what happened to her lips. Michelle Collins, 25 quid. Surely she's worth more than, more than Leslie Ash. Richard Gibson, holy fuck. That's the geezer who played hair flick out of... Uh, Hair flick out uh, from the Gestapo out of Allo Allo. Oh, man. I, I, I am convinced by this now. Here I was, just about to take the fucking piss. And out of the bag. Wow. Fucking hell. Jesus, look at all these people. There's fucking loads of them, but it seems to be like, is it really, would you, do they really need, you know, does Leslie Ash really need 30 quid, you know, to spend her day? giving out video messages to people. I don't know. I'd ask <laughs> I'd ask her if Lee... Could she say, uh, uh, I want a video, a video message from Leslie Ash saying Lee Chapman 
uh, bounce me off a fucking bedside table. <laughs> In the 90s. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Jesus. Fuck me. Allegedly. Allegedly. Rula Lenska. Fucking. There's fucking loads. I mean, you know, how far, how far does it go down? That's what I want to find. Are there celebrities out there or past celebrities out there willing to do it? Um, willing to do it for like a fiver, something like that. You know, people who haven't. Uh... Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. This is the one I was on before. Fucking. Oh, fuck me. Come on. John Thompson, fucking, there's loads of people. Fuck me. Jesus. Hey, remember me? Uh, no, actually, we don't, sweetheart. <laughs> Who are you? Tell me what you used to do. Fucking hell. Jesus. I don't know, man. It's just a, oh, I don't know. I'm just amazed what what uh, what people are, are doing to fucking earn money. I mean, you've got to take your hat off to people. They're sitting at home. Most of them look quite unkempt. They're just sitting in their pajamas. Just uh, a two-minute message. Thanks a lot. That's it. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm sitting here. Do you remember me? With a fucking, you know, a peg on the back of their head, holding their face like they're in a fucking wind tunnel. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, this is a new phenomenon that is uh, going around. Uh, it's open to abuse, definitely. I I would thoroughly, if you've got the money out there, I would thoroughly, thoroughly recommend um, taking a piss <laughs> out of them. Uh, let's have a little bit more. Bit more of the green tea there. Right, okay. Um, let's have a look. Uh, what else have we got? Um I was, uh, there was a few flying ants out today as well. I don't know. There's a certain day. Is there a certain day for fucking flying ants, flying ant day? They seem to be like, you know, it's not like those fucking roach things that come out every 17 years or something, is there? They don't come out on a specific day every year. They just sort of like funnel out, don't they? But there's fucking flying ants around, which means there's a queen ant out there looking to be fucked, people. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, let's have a look at um, this Italian guy. Uh, Italian man. I should have. This should be pre-prepared, but it's not. Uh, this is what I do, people. Uh, despairs at eviction. Uh, let's have a look. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Basically what? It was a, a, a guy who lives on a fucking desert island, right? And uh, which, as we, it's like an island paradise or whatever. And he's fucking, basically what happened, I think he got shipwrecked or or he fucking went there. And um, uh, let's have a look at this fucking story. Let's try this fucking story. Come on, bear with us, people. Bear with us. Tell him from island paradise. Is that it? Is that the one? Uh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he's lived there for about 30 years or something. Moro Mor Morandi, 81, has lived in 
Budeli Nisardinius since his catamaran. Yeah, basically his catamaran broke down in 1989 and then he just thought, fuck it. <laughs> this will fucking do, won't it? You know. You know, you know, no no letter to the wife. No see you later, kids, or anything like that. Ah, fuck it. Uh he's lived alone on there. He just thought, fuck it, I'm living here now. That's it. I mean, you've got to take that out of to the guy, haven't you? He's lived alone on an Italian paradise island for over three decades and intimately knows its ecosystem. Um, uh, let's have a look. Fucking hell. It's one of these sites where you have to, hey, register for, uh, for this and we'll, uh, and we'll, uh, and we'll charge you a fucking fortune. What is it? The Guardian? Is that your journalism that good? Um, that you're going to, are you going to fucking charge me for it? Uh, but as eviction, he's been evicted, basically. Uh, he's been plunged into despair. I mean, if you've lived on a desert island, like, and nobody else is there, how the fuck? You know, you've got a, you've got a Tom Hanks it, haven't you? Out of, uh, uh, whatever that fucking film was. He's got a little ball called Wilson. <laughs> Bit more tea there. Uh, what was that fucking Tom Hanks film? We're all over the shop today, aren't we? Uh, what the fuck? Castaway. Fucking hell. We thought of it and then it comes up. Yeah, Castaway. You've got to Tom Hanks it, haven't you? And just hope that some sort of packages wash up on the beach. Um, in a fortuitous twist of fate, he discovered that the island's caretaker was about to retire, and so he abandoned the sailing trip, sold his boat, and took over the role. Oh, yeah, well, it's not quite Tom Hanks then, is it? You know. So he's been living there, being a caretaker of the island for 30 years, and basically he's lost his job. That's it. At the age of 81. He looks fucking... Oh, man. He looks fucking rugged. He looks like he's been living... He looks like the rocks behind him. You know those craggy rocks? His face looks like that fucker. He just looks like, you know, fucking hell. He, his face looks like a dried out riverbed. That's what you get from living on an island, people, isn't it? I mean, everybody thinks it's an idyllic situation and that, but at the end of the day, it's going to play havoc with your uh, moisturizing routine. <laughs> Everybody who fucking, you know, who disappears and returns. You know, Robinson Crusoe, that film. They never show you that on that film, do they? Or the Tom Hanks castaway film where he comes back and he's just got fucking, you know, typhoid or something like that. <laughs> His skin's all fucking yellow because he's, like, not been eating right. He's got fucking rickets. Everything. He's barely alive when he comes back. Sores that won't heal all over his body, all over his fucking face. He's lost an eye because a fucking bird tried to peck it out while he was asleep. A couple of toes missing because the rats have been at it. No, you know, that's... <laughs> They're not selling you that dream, are they, when they say about these Robinson Crusoe people who have been away for years and missing. Oh, Jesus. Uh, poor old boy, though. Poor old boy. He's been there 30 years, and the, and the fucking authorities are telling him to fuck off. You've done your bit as a caretaker. We want to build a load of fucking holiday apartments now. <laughs> your little shack's in the way. Fuck off. 
<laughs> That's what happens, isn't it? Just when you think. I bet when he, you know, when he got that job, he goes, this will see me out, this. That'll do. I get to live here on my own, you know. Make a few, uh, you know, make a little bed out of seaweed and shit. Climb the rocks, walk around the island. Nobody gets to fuck with me. 30 years later, hey, get off. We wait, we're gonna do uh we're gonna fucking do an Italian version of Disneyland here. <laughs> On this island. We don't need your fucking craggy face scaring people off. We've got money to make. Uh oh fucking hell. What are we on? Twenty twenty-nine minutes, people. Fucking hell. Uh and we have uh, we have zipped through uh this episode. Uh, that's the sort of thing I've always wanted to do, though. I have that dream. You know, we've all got them. Hey, man, what's your dream? What's your dream? It's like fucking pretty woman, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, that's one of the things I've always, you know, you have that thing in the back of your head and you think, you know, oh, man, I'd love to fucking live in the wilderness just on my own. Maybe a fucking big dog that protects me and shit fights bears for me and I can just sit there and, like, watch it kill a bear or something. That'd be quite interesting to do for a day. And um, But the reality of that sort of thing, either living on your own, living on a desert island or living out in a woods somewhere or in fucking, you know, the Yukon, Valley is, uh, it's going to be fucking hard life and you are going to age rapidly. <laughs> Six months on your own in the Yukon, you drag your own fucking corpse out. You can't walk out because your fucking legs have been eaten by wolves and you've managed to fight them off. Your dog is fucking, you know, sizing you up after a couple of weeks <laughs> because it's getting hungry. You've got to kill your own... That's the reality of it. You've got to kill your own fucking dog that you've taken there to be your companion because you can't find fucking food anywhere. You're going to leave the tail till last. That's going to be, you know... When you're just watching the tail of your dog go round, like on a roasting spit, that's the point that you think, oh, well, maybe this didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, that was um, uh, episode uh, 126, people. I shall be back on Saturday, question mark. Uh, yeah, I'll be back on Saturday. Um, uh, and uh, as ever, as ever, if you want to contact me or abuse me or tell me your tales of uh, being stuck on a desert island on your own, or if you are on a desert island right now listening to this, God knows how, but you're still, you know, you're on a desert island, but you're close to um, close to civilization, and uh, you've uh, managed to hack into somebody's Wi-Fi and listen to this. Message me uh, at uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Uh, as I say, I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your week. Uh, I'll speak to you then. Take care.